What's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I want to introduce you to another episode of Kikin with Coco. Today, I have with me one of my good friends, Chaz, um, and we're going to talk about um, just basically, I'd, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that my boyfriend recently just passed away from having coronavirus, and so Chastity is also a good friend of his, and the um, person who introduced us to each other. So I have her on here to talk about that and then to talk about her travel company because that is how I met him on one of the trips that she planned, which was to Africa. And then we'll go into what trip she has planned for us to do once we're out of quarantine. So Chastity, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Hey, 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 this is Chaz. Um, so just a little bit about me. Um, born and raised in Chicago. So Mac, we all we met me, me, her, and, and this other girl, we met um at an orientation incoming freshman year. So clearly this long, you know, this many years later we're we're still in contact. So yeah, so born and raised in Chicago. Um currently uh full time I work up professionally in the automotive industry I kind of oversee training in the automotive space um but that's kind of my full-time job so I like to call myself an entrepreneurial uh corporate professional so I have a (laughs) full-time job but I also like to hustle on the side which I feel like we all should try to you know dibble into different hustles especially now I mean we we kind of see that with people getting laid off um during this whole quarantine time people um you know getting their pay cut etc. So it's always good to kind of diversify your various streams of income. So on the side, I kind of dibble in a lot of different things. I call, I like to think of myself as a jack of all trade, probably master of nothing, but I'm always, <laughs> I'm always looking to learn new things and to like cultivate, you know, various skills. So I dibble into real estate, um, you know, property management. Um, I, I was doing short-term um, vacation rentals for a little bit prior to the market kind of going down and being oversaturated I dibbled in politics a little bit on the local end just you know making sure I'm involved in my community um I also kind of did uh dibble a little bit on the the consultant side so so I kind of help out um helping like small businesses small startups find funding for their business so you know connecting them with various investors um, possible VCs, um, private equity companies. So I'm kind of seeing how I can monetize more on that, you know, once I transition out of corporate America, hopefully in, in, in the next few years. And hopefully no no one's from my job listening to this. Um, but <laughs> no, I'm a plan. Well, my daddy always said the goal is to be your own boss. So you got to. It's, get it's, it how you it's get so it. critical. It's, yes. it's so critical. And and I'm never, I'm never going to knock corporate America because I've actually worked corporate America now for 10 years and I've you know learned so many great things met so many great people cultivated so many so many different skills you know negotiating sales uh presentations etc so I mean I think it's it's I don't say it's pertinent but I think it's very uh value added to kind of get that that professional definitely uh, experience I think especially when you go into trying to be an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. like those are definitely skills like negotiation, um, sales, like those are things that you Mm -hmm. like skills that you need to, you know, make your brand work. 
Exactly. And 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 you you bring a, a more polished, you know, uh vibe to your business, right? So like that they can kind of tell, oh, like she's like she's professional. And you know, for black businesses, a lot of times we don't get that um that positive reputation of having our shit together, right? So right. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to really help hone those skills and apply that to my own kind of business ventures. Um, so, yeah, so do that. And I think, you know, you, you kind of talked about it just a little bit. Um, I launched a travel company this past this this past year. Um, I was always kind of dibbling and dabbling in travel. I mean, I travel quite a bit. I love travel. It's probably one of my favorite pastimes. And, I'm you know, I, I was always trying to figure out how can I monetize on it. Uh, people would always ask me, you know, how, um, you know, why don't you do a blog? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? You include was bugging me about planning the trip um <laughs> look i was trying to get to africa but it was just too overwhelming for me so i know i know so that's that's you know that's kind of like what i'm working on now I'm just trying to right now using this time to brainstorm how can i really make this bigger you know what what type of offerings other offerings offerings can i can i have um you know what's to come and i know like we're going to talk about it later but Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of a little bit about me and, you know, what I'm doing, what I'm working on. Just just trying to be here. Just trying to trying to survive right now, right? Cause- yes, one Black Woman in Corporate America. Like, um, just when I think about where Chastity and I are in our lives right now, like, totally different people. Um, I think when we first met, I was, like, the super outgoing, you know, trying to meet new people. You know, and Chastity was kind of like, uh... <laughs> I don't know it's you. It's so funny. Are you, oh my God, I forgot about that. No, you are so right, girl. Because I was so shy back then. Like, it's crazy how night and day. Yeah, we are night and day. Because you literally are, like, not antisocial, but you not as social <laughs> as you used to be. Nah, that is social. <laughs> like, not as social as you I'll, used to be. I'll talk to anybody, but they got to initiate the conversation. Yeah. Like, if you ain't going to initiate it, I'm just going to be looking like, hey, how you doing? Right, right. That's all I got. <laughs> right. No, that's that's funny. That I didn't even think about that. But but you're absolutely right. Like, I, I, I love meeting new people. Like, that's, like, under traveling. Like, I love meeting new people. Now, I can't yeah, say I, think, I like I following like up with them. I feel like that's a skill that you also <laughs> picked up with being in corporate America. Yeah, probably. You know, you got to adapt or die. Uh, mm-hmm. figure out how to how to navigate and, and move definitely so that was just a little bit about chastity and how we met and so today we're gonna start off with a kiki session and you know I want to dedicate this episode to Kobe because I know when I first started he was just like you know send me the link I'm gonna listen to it and like we'll talk and he'll be like yeah me and my cousin in the car right now listening to the podcast and you know he would tell me he liked certain things he would tell me he didn't like certain things or you know maybe an episode was boring but you know, he supported me nonetheless, even if it was a long episode, he'd get in late and he'd be like, you know, I'm trying to wind down for the day, but, you know, I'm listening to the episode, you know, I'm finishing up. And so I was just super appreciative that I had that support from him. Um, I know Kobe has supported Chas in some endeavors that she's had. And so, you know, do you want to talk about like how y'all met and, mm-hmm. you know, crazy right yeah I not still girl I mean it's, it's still so 
I, it's like a dream, right? Like, I, I can't believe we lost him. I mean, he was literally one of my bestest friends in the whole world. Um, we were very close. So how we met, so super random. <laughs> um, I met Kobe, I think, what was it, 2009? I want to say 2008, 2009. So this was before I was even 21 when I had a fake ID. So the funny <laughs> thing is... <laughs> I, I met him in 2008. Yeah, yeah, 2008. We, I, I did turn. No, because you wasn't turning 21 until the next year. Yeah. So I had a fake ID. I remember <laughs> the name on the ID was like Rocky. So I would tell people that was my name. Like I literally assumed the whole identity of this fake ID. <laughs> so it's funny because he had me, he has, I think he actually still has me saved in his phone under Rocky. Like from all these years, you know he doesn't call me that anymore. But that that was my name. Like so anyways, going back, going back. Um, it was me and, and uh, one of my friends. We were just walking down the street, you know, after the club. We had like left the club, whatever. And it was this guy that pulled up, pulled up on us in the jeep, and he was like trying to holler. Now he was trying to like holler, you know, at my friend. You remember what kind of jeep it was? It was a jeep. Uh, was it a Trackhawk? Nah. You know what? I don't know. At that time, even though I'm in the automotive industry now, I, I could probably tell you now, but back then I can't even remember, honestly. But mm. it was a Jeep. It was a Jeep. I know that I was like his thing now. He loves Yeah, it. he loves Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he loves cars. Oh my God. Yeah, we we can talk about cars all day. He used to always call me, this new car about to come out. Um, he would, he would, he actually, so when I was, I mean, sorry to bounce around, but just nah, you talking about cars. Um, he wanted a um a new vehicle like like a pickup truck. Yeah. So I was kind of showing him different trucks. So he's so supportive when when I was like selling cars and like overseeing um dealerships out in Iowa. He actually drove all the way out to Iowa to purchase his vehicle from one of my dealerships just so I got the credit for the sale. Yes, Kobe. I mean, when I tell you, <laughs> like, ain't no like he's the most supportive friend a person could ever freaking ask for. But yeah, going back to, to when we met. So yeah, so he was trying to like holler at my friend or whatever. And she was, you know, she had a little attitude. She like, get out the car. You ain't gonna be talking to me in no car. I ain't no prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> she was giving him a little attitude. So he was like, okay, cool. We hopped out the car, you know, trying to talk to her. And then we um we ended up, he had a friend with him. So we ended up going to like breakfast or something. And um they just like, you know, they hit it off. And they dated for a while. He was super, super cool. So it was funny. I used to always tease them. Like, I'm like the, 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 um, the like third wheel to y'all relationship because he would always, like, they would both always invite me out to stuff. Like, we yes. went to the circus together. We went to like all these different things. He actually took, took us to Atlanta and that's where I went to my first strip club. <laughs> Healthy letter strippers. Love the strip club. Listen, what I and it's so crazy because his personality—he's so quiet, he's so chill. You, you yes. don't even think he would even be having fun, but he freaking loves the strip club. <laughs> and when I tell you that trip to Atlanta was like the littest trip of my freaking life. Like we went to every strip club in Atlanta, every <laughs> one of them. That was my first experience in a strip club, and, we, and I literally and I wasn't only I wasn't twenty one yet. <laughs> I think I still got, I had this fake ID. <laughs> and I mean, just, just bopping, bopping around. I mean, it was so much fun. Like we, and, and like I was saying, he was, he was so generous. Like I, I'm just her friend. I, you know, he didn't expect nothing, ask nothing, I had to do nothing. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. And he just was just, 
just a good person, a good friend. Um, so that was kind of my my way of meeting him. And then just like fast forward, they ended up, you know, not working out. Um, apparently. Then, yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they not working out. And um, um, me and the girl, like, we're still cool, but we kind of just, we didn't fall out or anything like that. It was just like, you know, we just grew apart. Talking. Grew apart. Yeah, just grew apart. But she, she, you know, she actually reached out to me when she found out that, that he passed away, you know, telling her, you know, telling me that she was sorry and all that. So, I mean, it's like, we're still cool. But yeah. anyways, they stopped talking. And then a few years later, he had asked me to help him um, because he knew I was a, I was a finance major. So he, yeah. he had asked some like financial questions regarding like his business and, and, um, you know, just asking, asking me to help him with like some bookkeeping and different things like that. So, so I actually worked for him. Side note, when we was in college, Chastity didn't have no major. I was a finance major. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, uh, girl, I changed my major three times. (laughs) I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was psychology, then I was like marketing, then I was like, well, finance, okay, this is cool. This sounds, this makes most sense, right? Yeah, I changed mine. Yeah, you were the business major. You were. I showed in. I had no major. I was was a finance major with a minor in international business. Then wow. I switched over to accounting, and then I realized, like, you know, like, just working in the finance career field as well, like, I just realized I don't have a passion for it, so right. I decided to switch over to a, more like a sociology degree, which is child and family development. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, totally different path. Right. <laughs> Well, he called on me, even though I, I I never worked in finance. So, I mean, I, yeah. I majored in it. Um, I graduated right after the whole financial crisis happened. So I couldn't get a job in finance. So I ended up just, you know, going going into sales, which actually proved, you know, proved to be a better fit for my personality anyway. I but he hit so. me up. He hit me up and he was just like, hey, I need some help. You know, I'll pay you. All right, cool. Bet. <laughs> you paying? All right, cool. <laughs> And from there, I just think just like me kind of working for him and, you know, just learning about like what he was doing. Like he was heavy um, into real estate and um, he had a trucking company and he was just kind of teaching me the ropes of real estate. And he was always telling me like, man, you'll be a, a great, you know, uh, investor, real estate agent. Like you should really, you know, get more involved in it. So, um, I mean, he just from there, we just became friends and we both had a passion for traveling. too. Mm-hmm. So I think that also, you know, helped really grow up grew our friendship i mean we we've been to over 10 countries together um over the course of a few years and he was i mean any trip i put together he was down to go like he, he didn't even care he never asked questions he just was like how much let me know how much i'll send you the money just yeah um so that's that's my relationship with kobe and you know i miss him very dearly he was like i said he was so inspirational i, I learned so much from him and, and, you know, just to have a friend that appreciates you as a person, mm-hmm. like, you know, saw me from, like, a girl under 21, you know, out here clubbing. I was working at the clubs. I mean, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't fast like that, but I was, like, you know, I was having a good time. I was living my best life out with the clubs, drinking, right. hanging out, um, you know, just kind of on some hot girl shit, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just kind of seeing me mature <laughs> as a woman go from... You know, not I'm not saying I wasn't taking life seriously because like when I met him, I was in college. But you know, just going from graduating college to working professionally to like entrepreneurship, just you know, kind of being there to kind of see my growth and like maturation and just 
helping to like steer me along the way and just give me great insight and just like respecting me and just mm-hmm. thinking highly of me. I mean, I just I couldn't ask like for a better friend. So yeah, I he definitely good. spoke highly of you as well. Um, he considered you his best friend as well, and I think um. You know, just the true test of his character, that he was a stand-up dude, you know, how much he wrote for you and, you know, vice versa. Um, So, would you say, like, your Atlanta trip was your fondest memory of him, or? I mean, (laughs) you know, you know what? (laughs) I mean, that trip definitely goes down in the books. I mean, it was, it, it would be all of our trips, honestly, but this is, I'm trying to think my fondest memory. I mean, it would just be traveling. Oh, no. So, side note. Um, <laughs> before you. <laughs> but um, one day, we had went out for, for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a girl, I think, at the time, like, he had he was talking to her or whatever. He was cool with her. I don't know, like, what the relationship was. But he invited her out, too. He was like, oh, like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like he really got to see the other side of me because he only knew me as his professional. You know, she went to college, you know, yeah. she, you know buttoned up. She's always conservative. You know, oh, that's a like turn up queen. Yeah, that was like his image of me, which was which was true to, to, to a certain extent, but it's like I'm still, you know, I'm still from the West Side, Maywood, you know, so it's like, you know, if someone come, comes for me, I'm gonna clap back and that's just who I am. I'm, I'm a nice person, yeah. but yeah, if you if you try me, you know. So he saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it's my birthday, mind you, and he invites this girl to to the restaurant with us. And you know, I'm I'm cool or whatever. I'm just his friend. I'm not thinking anything of it. And you know, I have no problems. And it's my birthday, and I have no problems with sharing this with her. Right. Well, he invites her. She like doesn't even sit down. She like looks at me crazy. Like she has this like attitude. She finally sits down. She has an attitude. She she sits on the other side of the table, stares me up and down. Um, you know, she's blatantly like rude to me, you know, doesn't even speak. And mm-hmm. and then she just, just goes off. Like, you know, who is this girl? I've never heard of you, like just talking to me like really crazy. Like, I've never heard of you. I just feel like, girl, humble yourself, like, exactly. brought you here. Like, how you going to act like this out in public? <laughs> Embarrassing like, me and shit. She was like, I ain't never heard of you. How you got a friend named Chaz? Like, you must be a ghost or something. She was like, and I wanted to be like, I'm like, luckily, he's my friend, so I'm not going to put him on blast. But I'm like, I've never heard of you. Like, I don't know you. Like, I don't know you. <laughs> like, I've heard of other people, not you. Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I wasn't going to say that. So I'm just listening to her, you know, rant and vent and whatever. Um, and then I texted him like, okay, you need to get rid of her. <laughs> or I will. <laughs> she got to go. She got to go. She got to go. <laughs> so she was just talking just major crap. So then I was just like, look. I just, I mean, I wasn't ratchet with her. I was, I thought I was very actually like professional, but I checked her real quick. I'm like, you're embarrassing yourself. I was like, stop. I was like, pause. You're embarrassing yourself right now. I was like, because <laughs> I'm, I'm just his friend, and you're turning up on me like I'm, I'm his lady, and 
I'm his friend. Basically, I could tell him to not talk to you and he will do it because he values my friendship over you. Yeah. And I'm like, you're about to get cut. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, we left out of there and she was like, salty, like, so y'all just gonna leave? And we like, yeah, like, you you disrespected. Yeah. Was like, you disrespected my friend. And, and she was mad. I mean, she was like, so uh, are you gonna pay for my valet? <laughs> He's like, no. I'm like, you got the audacity to ask for valet money? Like, girl, I'm like, get a job. And I'm like, yeah, oh, if you oh. ain't got no valet money, maybe you, have valet money, money. you need to just have a seat and not, you know, not turn up on people. So I, it more, more, more words were definitely said back and forth. I can't remember everything, but it right. was funny because after that day, he's always teased me like, man, like, I thought you was this like nice professional. He was like, you don't turn up on them. He was like, I know. He was like, you guys, you ain't, you ain't scared. I'm like, no, like at all. <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, I was just re- being respectful because you were there and I didn't know you, you guys' this relationship, but she would have really got it if it wasn't you, if you weren't there to referee. I'm like, no, no one's going to talk to me crazy, but it was just funny because that was the first time he's ever saw me, you know, I guess turn up on someone because I'm always super nice, super bubbly. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably what? when we was in Africa. What was we doing when he was like, "Hey, get your team"? <laughs> I don't remember. I felt like that was the that was the that was the thing the whole trip. Get your team. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how like even like when you sent that video to me the other day, I was like, I just do not even recall this conversation happening. Like. I think we was all just drunk, like just drinking <laughs> all day. Yeah. And because I like just looking back at it, I'm like, I don't remember this. Was that when we was coming from that restaurant that um, everyone got poisoned at? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the, rest, the, restaurant, the restaurant, everyone was poisoned. Yes, that one. <laughs> that was the one. Yes, girl. That was it. Yeah, that was a good trip. Um, no, so was, that definitely goes down in in the books. And he he even said that was probably one of his best best trips of his life. So <laughs> that trip definitely had some moments. But you know, I met Co- well, I actually met Kobe uh, maybe about a year and a half ago. And I know Chad mm-hmm. mentioned to me then. You know, like, you should talk to him. He's single. And I was just like, no. Because I wasn't open to dating, like, a mm-hmm. civilian dude. So I was like, no. You know, I don't really want to do long distance, you know, whatever. And so then she was like, well, you know, Kobe coming on the trip. And I was just like, okay. Like, we'll see what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And we was at the beach and she was like, girl, this your chance. <laughs> yeah, you you took a little nudging, but you finally got the got the clue. <laughs> and Kobe was just so sweet to me. And he was like just super. I don't know. You know, I, at the time, I'm just thinking like, you know, it's because we a group. We came together, you know, whatever. But while we were in Ghana, me and another of our friends had kind of like walked off and did our own thing. And they were getting ready to leave. But. Mm-hmm. We weren't there, and they like Kobe was like, no. He was not playing a on this trip. Like he, 
they were literally attached at the hip. Like everywhere you saw one, you saw the other one. And I was just, I felt so good because I'm just like, oh my God, my um future um relationship um advising company is is already also a great start. And I already have a <laughs> testimonial. <laughs> she does have a good testimonial coming from me. <laughs> Cause I think for me, Kobe was um like, I just feel like so many relationships that I've been involved in, they just started off complicated and, you know, just baggage for no reason. And so with Kobe, it just wasn't that. It was like a breath of fresh air, yeah. you know, um, even though we were doing a long distance thing, like we talked multiple times a day and like I said, just super supportive when Lala started the waist bees, I sent him the site. He sent it to a few people. She got a set, couple sales off of that. You know, and I, Kobe is, was just all about, you know, supporting whoever need to be supported. Absolutely. That's all. I mean, that's 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 what he stood for. I mean, if you if, you, if he mess with you, like, he will be there for you. Like, no BS. Like I said, like, when I bought my first property he was there helping me pick it out helping me you know um fix it up um he was also there like when I you know when I needed like repairs done like he would give me contacts and like here call this person if this person didn't come out he would come out you know Mm -hmm. he was just hands-on just and didn't want anything didn't need anything it it, it wasn't like you needed to pay him and I mean he just he just wanted to like he just looked out Yeah, he was just that type of person. Yeah, because I know he and I were talking about, because I told him, like, you know, I was working on some stuff. And when I had came back to the States, you know, I was going looking to buying a property and he was he was going to help me buy a multifamily property or whatever so that I could rent out. So um, I'm still going to be on track to do it. I probably just hit up Henry. Henry, Hopefully Henry, Henry ain't listening to this conversation. He'd be like, oh, no, no. Henry, bless your good sister. Bless your good sister. Bless your good sister. <laughs> Henry, what I thought. <laughs> nah, but, nah, that's, yeah, and you know, you, you gotta just laugh because just to kind of hide all the pain. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. we all are being traumatized right now, and it's so crazy, like, what's going on in the world like how is this even happening like right now um, yeah but for me I guess my key takeaways of like you know the pandemic what's going on Kobe's death is you know first of all just you know making sure people that that you love know you love them and just you know reaching out showing like showing appreciation showing love um two is really just taking care of your health mm-hmm. um you know taking it seriously I mean eating right I mean, right now, I think I think I told you I'm, you know, doing a whole plant based vegan diet. I've been taking my sea moss, taking my my um black seed oil, moringa, ginger. You know, just really um. Oh, girl, you doing it up? Focusing on all I know is vitamin C. Girl, no, you got to boost that immune system, honey. I mean, if you ever heard of Dr. Savy, I mean, he really mm-hmm. talks about CMOS and like how it has like over 100 minerals in it to really help, you know, restore and, and build the body. And the I had a, you know what? I actually had another mm-hmm. friend talk to me about CMOS before. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you listen to the episode, I think the quarantine and chill, Alex M talked to me about CMOS okay. before. So it's definitely something I need to <clears throat> highly look recommend into. it. Highly recommend it. I will say since I, I've been using it now probably over a year, mm-hmm. energy levels totally different. You know, I have way more energy. My, you know, brain fog, you know, kind of went away. I used to overthink things all the time. So I will always get like these brain fogs where I can't, it's like, I couldn't think like I would literally be just like frozen in time. So yeah, it's really help with like clarity, like mental clarity, peace, and just making you feel better. Like have like giving you more energy to work out and do things. So I mm-hmm. highly recommend it, but, but, but you got to eat clean with it. That's the, that's the thing. You got to eat clean. Right. And, just so I and taking your sea moss and thinking it's going to do something for you. Cause it's mm-hmm. <laughs> So I know, like, occasionally I'll go through spurts where I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do, like, a 30-day vegan challenge. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm all about, like, actually cooking things and not just yeah. like, oh, I'm going to eat some, you know, salad or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so a lot of times when I make, like, black-eyed peas or cabbage, I don't use meat. I'll use, you know, vegetable broth and you know, just seasoning, and it still all tastes good and soulful. So, you know, I'll send you a few things. Please do, because I'm always looking for, for new recipes. That's my goal during this quarantine season is to is to cook uh, cook more, but really focus in on being more alkaline vegan. So preparing alkaline vegan dishes, healthy, mm-hmm. delicious vegan dishes. Yes, girl. So I'll definitely send you some some recipes, some of my go to recipes when I do go when I do eat that way. Um, I'm slowly but surely trying to move in that direction. It ain't permanent. I'm gonna tell you that now. But you know, everybody has their own journey, girl. So whatever you can do, even if it's tweaking it, doing it once, you know, once a month, twice a month, anything is better than nothing. I'll tell you that. So don't feel yeah. like you got to go cold turkey. Oh, no, because somebody was going in on me one day like, oh, I thought you said you wanted to eat healthy meat is the most unhealthy thing you could eat. And I was like, OK, well, I am mentally there. So until yeah. I'm ready, I'm just going to eat how I eat. Exactly. You know, incorporate things as I see fit. If mm-hmm. I don't want to eat meat, I'll go meatless for a little bit. But right. I'm going to always go back. <laughs> I mean, well, you know what? And, 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 and that's okay. Like, of course, it's better not to eat meat. But if you reduce the intake of meat, that's that's big. You know, that's greater than just saying, okay, I'm just going to eat whatever. Right. And then it's yeah. also, well, you know, what types of meat. And it's mm-hmm. also where you get the meat from. I mean, here in the States, eating meat in the States is, is terrible. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's, being, it's being processed and, you know, pumped, pumped all these different chemicals. Hormones pumped and into them. Yeah. So it's like eating meat in like Africa, though. I, if I'm going to eat meat, I'm going to eat meat in Africa or somewhere. Child, that that food is... was too untainted for me. My right. Ooh. Ooh. Well, it's going to come right through you. Okay, You're going to be in the bathroom. <laughs> Because every time you eat, you should have a bowel movement. And people don't know that. But people, you should have a bowel movement. So, yeah, the, the meat in Africa, you don't have a bowel movement. A couple of them. Ooh, child. <laughs> I, I done got to the point when I travel now, I am a traveling pharmacist. I got my Benadryl. I got Imodium MD. I got some yes. Pepto. I got what whatever you need. I, I got some uh, goodie powder, BC powder, Tylenol. You name it, I'm going to have it in my bag because... 
I just can't be nowhere and not be able to get myself together. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand, girl. I understand. But yeah, definitely, whatever your journey is, don't get discouraged. Something is better than nothing. So don't let anybody, you know, put you down for eating meat. Mm-hmm. Your journey is your journey. Okay? True. Um. Yeah, so like I said, this episode is dedicated to Kobe. I just wanted to take a moment to, you know, just think back on some fond memories of him that we've had. And of course, you would have more than I did, but I just appreciate the amount, the little bit of time that I had with Kobe and just experiencing just a more mature and complicated relationship. Um, I was definitely looking forward to seeing, you know, how things progressed with us. We were definitely making some plans, Um, you know, and now we're not doing that. But, you know, I'm not going to stop living. Um, But, yeah, I just like I said, I wanted to take a moment out to talk about Kobe. And so now I said rest in heaven. Yes. Rest in peace, babe. And now we're going to switch over into the hot couple. We do have one this week. Um, And I think it's a happy, you know, on a lighter note from, you know, our previous conversation. But, you know, if you haven't seen already in the media that Jeezy and Jeannie Mai from The Real Talk Show have gotten engaged. So congratulations to them. Um, some of the things like I think about when I think about their relationship, um, you know, of course, people apparently like to bring up negative things that I I feel like for some reason, every famous person has said something crazy. And later on, when, um, you know, maybe something positive happened in their life, but it's in reference to that negative thing. Somebody always seemed to find a way to go back and be like, well, she said, you know, whatever, whatever. And so one of the things that she was saying, I guess, in an earlier episode on The Real was that um, she liked black meat on the side and white meat keeps her lean. So when she said this, she was married to a white man. And... um, so, you know, they made a big thing like, well, what you mean you like black meat on the side, dark meat on the side or whatever. And she's just like, you know, she really liked black men, but white men just made her happier. And, um, you know, I've I've never dated outside my race. Have you, Chess? Girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, I have not. So I have not ever dated outside of my race before. Mm-hmm. Ever. So I can't speak to how the white man treats you. But right. from from what I hear, men are men. It don't mm-hmm. matter their color. Yeah. So I think whatever <laughs> color whatever huh? I mean, I never dated a white man before. And um, you know, I I've never experienced that, but I think men are men for sure. But I think men of different cultures sometimes you share certain characteristics, mm-hmm. you know, and um, 
from what she's saying, I mean, she she's not a black woman, right? So she's an Asian. No, she's Asian. So she's not going to have the same, quote unquote, loyalty to a black man that a black woman would have. So for her to say that, I mean, I understand where she's coming from. If she's like black men, she's attracted to black men, but black men have not treated her right. Like many of us have known, we have all probably had experience in, you know, black men kind of consistently not treating us right. But at the same time for black women, because we are black, we're not seeing it like, oh, it's just black men. We're just seeing it, it's just men. But because she is Asian, she's going to be probably more prone to stereotype that because that is a different race than her. You know, does right. that make sense? Because, like, if you dated a white man that treated you wrong, or like maybe you like white men and they like consistently treated you wrong, you probably would be like, you know what? I'm good on white men. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, especially right. like fresh out the gate, like oh, exactly, right, oh, exactly. Oh, I could go be with a black man for this. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, I understood what she was saying. I mean, she could have maybe worded it differently. I, I think it came off just kind of weird. Like, what do you mean, yeah. black on the side? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it, she was saying it like she was a black woman. Like that's how she was talking. Like she was a black woman. And I was just like, girl, <laughs> you do know you ain't black, right? So. <laughs> How you said, like, that delivery to me was a little off. I understood what she was saying. I don't think she was wrong for her opinion, but her delivery was a little off. And, you know, by it being national TV, you always have to watch what you say and be be cognizant of that. So that was yeah. my, my uh, two cents on that. Yeah, I, like... I get like I'm just one of those people I don't ever really think too deep into what people say like sometimes people have to be like oh she went in on you before I be like you right she did (laughs) you know what I'm saying because I just I just be in my own little world I don't necessarily you know I I don't necessarily look for the negative in people so unless you like blatantly coming at my head like I'm not going to be like Oh, what you said? Like, oh, you can square up. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm I'm not going to come at you like that. But if you come, like, if you come at me face to face, and you just blatantly, however aggressive you want to come at me, I'll definitely give you aggressive back. Yeah. Um, but match it's just your energy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to match your energy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely, I probably wouldn't have taken it like that. You know, but I know Lonnie and Tamar um, was definitely like, well, what you mean? What you mean? Yeah, they were being extra. They were being real extra. And and, and I get it. They were all on national TV. So they were probably, you know, told to, like, make a bigger deal about it. I get it. So I'm not really mad at that. The entertainment factor. The entertainment factor. Exactly. Because, I mean, she she definitely could have ch- chose a different set of words. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little off. Like, what do you mean dark meat on the side? Like, come on, boo. Like, come on the side. Like, that don't even make I That didn't even sound right. Dark meat on the side. Who says that? <laughs> like, like, who eats their dark meat on the side? Like, that's not a side. We're not a side. Like, we're the main course. Right. Like what do you what do you mean? So so is that what you mean? You right. I was like, is this like a white? Wait, I'm I was actually thinking I was like, do Asian people use this? Like, is this like a term? Is this like a thing? Like, <laughs> like is this like vernacular? Like, what what is this? Yeah, but um, and I I mean I don't really know too much about Jeezy's dating history, but and you know I'm not going to say you I know he talked uh, crap about his baby mom in one of his songs. <laughs> oh yeah and Chas is like 
Chad, Chad's no all the trap music, y'all. So oh, while oh, she yeah. while she working her corporate job, <laughs> she is bumping. What was that you kept asking me to play when we was in Africa? Girl, I don't even remember. <laughs> we was, <laughs> I do. I like. She I like was my like, Afro I need to hear some trap like music, trap and I'm music. like, look, I'll be listening to trap music like that. Oh okay. yeah, she didn't know anything. You had nothing in your playlist, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, I forgot what song it was, but he definitely like shaded his baby mama in, in one of his songs, and so I'm like, maybe he, maybe he was turned off by black women after that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Is, um, um, you know, maybe it scarred him, so he felt like he needed to, you know, try something new. And try I ain't something. Life is short, as we see. Life is too short, so. Very. I think people should do what they love, do what they want. I I can have my opinions on it, and I do. I have a preference, Mm -hmm. but I don't put that on anybody. Exactly. I just feel like whatever you like, you know, just step step into your truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, life is too short to be worried about what this person think about you and what that person think about you. So if Jeezy and Jeannie Mai found love in each other then it is they weren't dating that long either no i think they were only dating for like a year yeah because i I saw that they met in like 2000 august 2018 and then they started dating like last year like so i don't even i think it was like barely a year that they were dating yeah so i mean clearly and they both i think are are in their 40s so you know both of them have experienced love and probably yeah because she's she's been married before Mm mm-hmm and I don't, I don't know, I don't know about him either. I don't really know his history as well. But yeah, like, hey, you know, this quarantine is 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 bringing people closer together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are just realizing life is too short, and you know, hey, go after what you want. And exactly. Right. I know a lot of people have been, you know, posting on social media like, if you don't come out this you know, out this uh, quarantine or whatever without a side hustle, a new skill, like you, 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 you slipping or whatever. I'm just like, you know, everybody ain't got an entrepreneurial spirit. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely say take this time and grow within yourself. However, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Get in touch with your spirituality. Yeah. You know, meditate. You know, maybe during your meditation, you'll come up with an idea. You'll mm-hmm. realize that you do have a skill, exactly. you know? I agree. No, I, I agree. I don't think you, I don't think everyone should put that pressure on themselves that, oh, I have to learn this. or I have to do this. I have to do that. But like you just said, use this time wisely, though. Don't use it doing TikToks on Instagram and, <laughs> um, you know, doing shot challenges and, virtual happy hours you know what I mean and there's nothing wrong with having some fun and like you know letting your hair down relaxing but really you even if you just use this time to get closer to family and friends spend more quality time with the people that are in your home you know Mm -hmm. like you said get get more in tune you know to your spirituality start praying more meditating more um I think those are all positive things I, I know me personally like I mean, I'm I'm gonna be working on side businesses. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm also, you know, looking to like learn another language. Um, I'm looking to, you know, also just really map out my like next ten years. You know, have it have it um, detailed out in a nice little business plan, so that once we get out of quarantine, I can I can really start executing. So yeah. 
So that is going to wrap it up for the hot couple. And now we're going to move into the hot cup of cocoa. And if you haven't noticed, like a common theme throughout this conversation so far has been, um, you know, traveling. And so Chas was the one who... Uh, planned the trip to Africa when we went. We went to Nigeria. Well, part of us went to Nigeria and part, like, the Nigeria crew migrated over to the Ghana crew and more people came onto that trip. But um, her travel business is called Chasing Chas, which I think is an appropriate name. Um, <laughs> I know she kept saying, like, you know, I think I'm going to plan a trip to try and... Um, you know, trying to start my travel group. And I was like, well, do it, girl. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get some people. You know, um, you know. It's when Kobe Jr. over here. <laughs> like, supportive. I, I, I will support anybody. Yes. Like, you know, I, I know, like, my thing is not selling. You know what I'm saying? But I will support you in any way I can. If that means I got to buy some merchandise, Mm -hmm. you know, I need to read a book, like whatever you doing, I'm that friend that's going to support you. You know, you need, you got an idea, you know, I like to brainstorm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to help you with it. Cause when she said it, I was like, what you need me to do? I'll, you know, you sure did. did. Let me know what you need me to do. And I will do it, girl. No, I would definitely say you are single-handedly the driving force behind that whole trip coming in together. No, real talk. I mean, because I was going to go. You know, I was already going to be there. Yeah, you was going out. <laughs> but I, I'm going to be... get on this trip. Right, right. But, you know, I had been thinking about, you know, starting a whole travel group. I was, you know, nervous about it because I know that I like to travel, but I like to move around and do things. And I know how the like type of person that I am, I'm like super hospitable. So I'm going to over care about these people and like making sure they're okay and like taking care of them. And I'm going to be overly thinking about this and this is going to drain me. So I was like <laughs> a little nervous about doing it. Honestly, I was really nervous. Um, But when you're going to Africa, I'm going to go, you know, people talk shit. Yeah. Not- it's like 10 times. And I'm like, okay, so damn, like, all right, cool. Like, <laughs> Fuck it. I'm just gonna do it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to Chris and her persistency and just, just pushing me. Um, because you really did help me, you know, really, really, you know, really take my my um take my, my passion seriously and to really like, you know, try to like monetize on it and like strategically uh figure out like how to execute on it. So thank you for that. Chris. I appreciate you, girl. I think it's one of those things, like, I just want to see everybody I know win, you know, and I know for some time I have been trying to figure out, like, what is my thing? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm always, like, supporting, you know, this person, yeah, do that, girl, do that, that sounds like a good idea, and I'm just sitting here like, well, girl, what's your idea? What you going to do? Right. And so, um, starting this podcast, I I think I was just like, I'm just going to try my hand and you know, see how it goes, and thus far, I've gotten a lot of good feedback, and it's definitely encouraging me to yeah. keep going, and I think it's, I feel, I feel even better 
when my friends hit me up and be like, girl, I listened to that episode and you had me cracking up or what made you talk about that? And because, you know, so often you hear it ain't your friends that's going to support you. It's yep. the people you don't know. So when I do have my friends reach out and be like, you know, I listen, you know, that's like, to me, I feel great, you know, mm-hmm. knowing that my friends are supporting me and that, yeah. you know, the same people I'm supporting, they support me too. Exactly. No, that's, that's, that's facts. And you're an amazing woman. I'm so happy to have you as a friend because you are very supportive and very, very, very encouraging. And, you know, and honestly, like, cause I, you know, I got into it with some women over my years and fell out with them. And had little run-ins. I don't really do well with women friends much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but shout out to the ones I'm still friends with because if you guys are still saying that, that means you are some some real real women, and I, I love and appreciate you. So I yeah. appreciate you so. <laughs> you make me on your show. <laughs> but Africa was a trip. To remember, and I know for Chaz, this was probably like just another trip for her. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It was deaf girl. <laughs> no, <laughs> it definitely wasn't <laughs> just a trip for me. Girl, this potentially could be life changing, but we will talk about that in another episode. Back. <laughs> yes. We'll Goodbye. check in next year. Bye. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but no, um, no, it definitely wasn't just a trip. I mean, that was the first, my first time really hosting a group of people, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, doing all the coordination, you know, talking to the people on ground, coming up with the pricing, the itinerary, you know, we, you know, things didn't always work out uh, according to plan, but, you know, improvising it, you know, being able to, to adapt, right? Yeah. Because when things kind of, when the, <laughs> Especially in Africa, because I, I warned you, I warned all you guys, I was like, look, I love Africa, it's lit, it's turned up, I have, you know, I've been there several times, but this is the thing, the, the philosophy of customer service, start, like, the level that we see in the state does not exist here, so therefore, we have to kind of change our mindset that you may not, you're not going to get the same level of service, so having to, like, adjust to that and, you know, you know, actually... De- deliver the, the best possible experience so it was it was a challenge I mean it was definitely a challenge but I'm, I'm so glad like all of you guys had a good time you know you were able to meet new people meet new love mm-hmm. um we had we definitely had some great memories like I said Nigeria was dope Ghana was dope and then I was mad you guys couldn't make it to Senegal because Senegal was amazing as well you know, girl, at that point, I was like, this shit expensive. I was like, I can't afford that. That wouldn't have been that much more. It would have literally been like a drop in the bucket because we mm. had an Airbnb. It was really nice. Shout out to the host. That um, Airbnb was nice from the videos and the pictures I it saw. It was very nice. It was it was really nice. Our, 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 um, our host was amazing. I mean, he showed us around. He... Um, you know, gave us a tour. He actually set up a, one of my friend's um, proposal, wedding proposal there. So, I mean, he just that was took it a whole nother level. So, our experience there was also great. Ghana, you know, was very cultural. I'm glad you guys got to get your Ghanaian names. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, saw the animals. You guys got to, you know, talk to the kids, like play with the kids at the orphanage and just kind of get a whole kind of cultural sense. And then Nigeria, of course, was the turn up of the Chad. city. <laughs> Daddy December. <laughs> <laughs> That is where the savage originated. <laughs> and I and I warned them. I did warn them. I said, look, there is no sleep in Nigeria. So get your sleep beforehand because ain't no sleep, B. And they did not listen. It was, it was one night. <laughs> like, Nigeria, it was no real plan. It was kind of just like, as things came, it was like, yeah, we doing it. And so we were so, like, yeah, so like, wait, wait, let's, 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 let's rewind. No, Ghana was the actual planned trip from Chase and Chaz. Right. But Nigeria and Senegal was more of the experiment. You know, I want to try different things, random, whatever. Let's see like what, what, like what works. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So Nigeria, like she said, was not planned, but go ahead. <laughs> so one day we hear Meg the Stallion is performing. So we like, yes, we going, we going. <laughs> And it's like midnight, and they talking about we going to see Meg the Star. I said, Meg, yeah, girl, you performing at no damn midnight. And Lego, she is. Yes. So we get there, and they like we don't even know if she's still performing. I was like, well, y'all just let me know. Go see if she still ain't performed or is about to perform. And if so, then I come. And they was like, yeah, she performing. I said, yeah, and nah, I ain't getting out the car. I girl. was like, I can't. I was like, I can't. I was you like, uh-uh. I was like, I'm not getting out this car. And so then the guys didn't want to go see Meg the Stallion. So they went to see her. And so then I'm thinking like, we just going to kind of sit and wait. And they like, well, we about to go to the strip club. You riding? I said, nah, take me back to the hotel. <laughs> so I get to the hotel and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to wait for everybody to get back. You know, whatever. <laughs> I think I laid down for point five and was knocked the hell out. <laughs> Girl, we, we, yeah, I don't think we got in. I mean, a normal night to get in in Nigeria is like, what, six in the morning, seven in the six morning? Six seven in the morning. That's like, and that's like, and early. even then, still, you leave the club at five o'clock and mm-hmm. people are still outside waiting. Yeah. In. Mm-hmm. Yes. There is no sleep. There's no, no sleep. sleep. No sleep. It is the ultimate turn up. And, you know, it, it, and then, like, their clubs are are really big. You know, everybody's having a good time. Bottles are flowing. You know, people yes, are just bottles flow plentifully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a vibe. Nigeria yes. is definitely a vibe. And I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Because cause, cause we were talking, um, uh, Kobe... He loved it so much, and you know he has his his affinity for the strip club. Oh, um, we did go to the strip club. I did yeah. make it another yeah. night. You did make it to the strip club. Yes, the silver and box. that strip club was lit, lit, lit. Yeah, <laughs> actually, we went more than once. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Correction. Correction. We did Correction. go more than once. <laughs> We went more than once. Like, yeah, it it was. It was definitely, yeah. It was a it was it was a whole movie. And when I don't know there, if I don't know if that this them like the regular girls that they had or if nah, they, they were supported girls. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, we, them was some <laughs> bad. <laughs> not saying, but 
Nigerian women are beautiful, and I think some of them were Nigerian, um, mm-hmm. but I, there were definitely girls from other places as well. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely tell they was from someplace else, but I think the girl who was who was dancing with me, I think she was Nigerian. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say they Nigerians. They have some beautiful. I mean, they really take care of themselves, so I feel like there's there's a lot of really beautiful Nigerian women. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I got to experience one of Kobe's favorite pastimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, with him, and it was a great time. Uh, like I said, bottles was flowing, money was flowing. Like <laughs> I thought I was a rich bitch. <laughs> yes, girl. It. I mean, and and I felt and what I loved about Nigeria, like you said, it was like the hospitality there. You know, I just literally reached out to my contacts, people that I know, my mentors, and just like, hey, I'm gonna be in Nigeria. I'm I'm gonna host some some black american um a black american group you know i really want them to have a good time what are your your suggestions who can you connect me with and i felt like everyone i was like connected with really looked out like they definitely especially um josh who had the boat took us out shout out to josh Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out um, to one of his friends was like we could have got a yacht if y'all said so i'm like oh yeah <laughs> We definitely need to come back, and y'all need to bring the yacht out. <laughs> so silly. Yeah, shout out to Josh. Shout out to Steven and, you know, giving us a vehicle and a driver. Mm-hmm. Um, just shout I, out to everybody that looked out. <laughs> I would definitely say if y'all go to Africa in general, mm-hmm. get a driver. Oh, yeah. If you go to, I mean, it depends where, like, Nigeria. I, I mean, Uber is there. yeah. I would say in Nigeria, if you have a group, though, if you have a, a group of more than, like, three or four people, it is best to just have a driver because then that way you don't have to wait for the Uber. They can just kind of park the car and um, and kind of wait. And it's it, it's not terribly expensive, depending on, like, what type of car service you're looking for. But, yeah, I would highly encourage that as well because then, like, late at night, you know, when things may not be as safe, you'll have a driver there waiting for you. Yeah. But and Ghana... Then- I would say Ghana, you could get away with Uber. And then a lot of times in Ghana, the drivers don't stay up as late. <laughs> so you end up having to take an Uber anyways when it's too late at night. Like I feel like drivers tend to get off a little earlier in Ghana. And in Nigeria, it's like, ain't no sleep. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, did we have a driver? Yes, we had a driver in Ghana. We had like an actual 18 pets. Maybe yeah, like a eighteen passenger van or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody had space. It wasn't like overcrowded. Um, and like I said, like Nigeria was the turn up. Ghana was the cultural experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I one of the things that I think about a lot is when, um, like being over in Europe, uh, specifically the UK. Um, when you talk to a black person here, they all know where they originate from. They're like, Oh, my parents are from Nigeria, my parents are from the Caribbean, you know, whatever. And if you ask a person from America that it's kind of just like you don't know. You don't know. (laughs) You know, so like being able to go to Ghana and it was during their um it was like a big marketing thing that they did to get 
travelers to come tourists to come to Ghana, but it was the four hundred year return. Year return. And um they have what is it, three slave three castles that um exported the slaves yeah. on that coast. Yeah, yes. Castle. Um, mm-hmm. Castle, and I can't think of the other one if there's another one, but yeah, definitely uh, Cape Coast and, and Elmina Castle. Yep. And we got an opportunity to go to one of the castles, and it was just a different experience. The like the place was just so beautiful, and it's just like, how could you take a place that was so beautiful and make it something so horrible? Mm-hmm. Um, like I think they even had, I think they even had a church right over where they kept the male slaves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It they built was a church on top of the slave mm-hmm. dungeon. So they, as they were pre, you know, praying and worshiping God and 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 praying to their, you know, white God, they were um, killing people and starving people and you know, treating people you know, inhumane in the Mm -hmm. desert. But that trip was, like, going to to both places was definitely uh, something I'll never forget. Um, I felt like I was in a place where that's where I originated from. And I did do the um, ancestry DNA thing or whatever, and... I am, it says I am seven, like 70 some percent Nigerian. Oh, like, really? Wait, how much? How big? Wait, how much percentage? 70 something. Girl, you could get a passport with 70 percent. <laughs> 70 percent? Yeah. Girl, you can literally get a passport. 70? That means like your daddy was Nigerian. Child, my Is your dad daddy Nigerian? nobody's Nigerian. <laughs> I mean something like Girl, my dad my daddy is damn near white. Oh <laughs> uh, well I mean Maybe there's lighter, there's well, lighter I mean, Nigerians. I mean Yeah. I mean my, my dad's family is black, but they look more like the lighter. Well, street. they are they um, Nigerians come in all colors. So. This is true. This is yeah. true. But yeah, yeah seventy some percent Nigerian and Oh wow, I didn't know um, that. Mm-hmm. Maybe like five percent Ghanaian, and then the rest is European. But um, that's a lot. Yeah, but um, it it made me feel like, of course, I don't know my exact lineage, but it definitely brought me a sense of like, you know, I I was able to see where our ancestors came from. Yeah. No, um, for sure, and that's why, honestly. That's why I want to really, not saying that my travel company will only go to Africa, mm-hmm. but I really do want to um, focus and, like, specialize in Africa just because, you know, I really want to sh- have more Black Americans share that same experience, to feel to, to go to a place where you feel like it's home, where everybody looks like you, where you see Black billboards. You black are billboards. the majority. You are the majority. You are not the minority. You actually have a culture. You have history. Like, you know your culture. You know your name. You know your lineage. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to, to be in a place where all that is present, it's just breathtaking. I mean, because when I went, um, I went to Africa, um, I went to Egypt, actually, in 2015, but my first time in West Africa was 2017, and I swear to you, 
since then, since that, since that trip, I have not been the same. Like, mm-hmm. I have not been the same. Like, have not. Like, in a good way. Like, I mean, I've just been yes. more woke and just more educated on, you know, African history and just learning more. I've, I've read so many books since then on ancient pre-colonial African civilization and just learning about, you know, all the, the, the famous kings and queens of Africa, Queen Nzinga, um, Yasantle, uh, sorry, Yasanta, um, you know, uh, Mansa Musa, you know, just really learning about all of these different African um, royal figureheads. It's just, it's really shaped and, and changed my life forever. So, mm-hmm. shout out um, to uh, Toward Africa. <laughs> yes. Um, we also did an African naming ceremony mm-hmm. um, in Ghana. In Ghana. Mm-hmm. And I think just to take part in that ceremony was amazing. They um they spoke it in English so that we know what they were saying, but um, you know, some words were said in their native language. We got to meet the queen mother of the tribe. Um so Chastity and I also share the same Ghanaian name. Um, and their name and system goes based off of the day you were born. Yeah. And so you have your day day of birth name, then whatever name your parents give you, and then the last name, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, our birth name is Ya. Mm-hmm. But then Chastity was also gifted the name <laughs> Nana. Nana, which, yeah. <laughs> Nana, which is um, basically like Queen Mother, because mm-hmm. one of her missions with bringing us to Africa was just she wanted to bring more of us over there to um, experience the culture and see where it is that we come from. And so the Queen Mother saw fitting to give her the name Nana, which I said means Queen Mother, because she's basically fostering that environment for us. So, um, yes, Nana Ya Chess. Yeah, Nana Ya. <laughs> Nana Ya. <laughs> yes, girl. I'm, uh, the funny thing is, I'm actually looking at my plaque right now as, as you're talking. <laughs> girl, but I no, it was a great experience. No, it was broke. Lala's broke. I'm supposed broke. to get some custom what? frames made. <laughs> yeah, girl. Mine is definitely holding up strong. <laughs> mine before we even left the hotel. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Y'all must have packed it or I don't, I don't know. Mine is yeah, mine is it's, it's holding up strong. It's on my wall and everything. Mm-mm. Yeah, I got. I told I told uh, Lala I would get some custom frames for him because I'm like, this is special. I don't want to just buy a frame, so I'll spend the money. Right. I agree. No, it was definitely I think a great experience because that was that you know like I said this was my pilot trip, so a lot of the the um the experiences are. I coordinated I had not done before right mm-hmm. so that was a brand new experience for me so I was like whoa like this is awesome like I'm definitely gonna do this again next time you know have it you know definitely you know tweak a few things but it was it was a great experience I mean they really rolled out the red carpet for us you know they had beverages for us uh, they had a whole you know dance ceremony I mean it was just it was it was amazing. It was definitely a great experience. So Ghana, yes. Ghana definitely came through with the with the hospitality. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely say um, if you go, definitely go with somebody that knows. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, 
knows what's going on there. Don't go. I don't think you should go to Nigeria. Nigeria specifically. <laughs> I don't think you should go there. And you don't go there. Because yeah. you you will be in for the sack of your life. <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, but it's it, it's not even just that though. It's just that there's so many things kind of going on. Like you just need someone to help you navigate through all of that, you know. So yeah. I I wouldn't recommend. I mean, you can go to places by yourself, but you have to be a certain personality where you can really navigate and you know find meet people. Because I I, I went to I didn't go to Nigeria by myself, but the second time I went. Um, I was with friends at first, but then like they left. So I was, you know, by myself most of the days, but I was, you know, networking with people, meeting people and you know, definitely had a good time and had people I could connect with next time I was there. So, so I will, well, I'm definitely going to drop her, um, IG information on the show description. So y'all follow Me. her, yes. um, you know, so that when she posts about the next Africa trip, y'all can get on board. Cause I yes. feel like everybody needs to go. Everybody. Um, yes, everybody. And everybody. then um, also, I know me and Chaz talked about doing a trip, like, once all of this is over with. And I'm not picky about where I'm trying to go. So I'm just leaving it up to her to be like, <laughs> this where we going, this how much. I'm, I'm taking a Kobe. <laughs> yeah, Kobe this, like, just let me know when and where and how much and I'll be there. Yes, yes. So, um, definitely, you know, December, Daddy December. Um, Daddy we, December. We'll be, we'll be back in Africa for sure. As I mentioned earlier, in Senegal, um, one of my friends or two of my friends, you know, um, got engaged. So they're gonna actually have their wedding in January in Ghana. So I'm because I be know some people's like, oh, we going back for the wedding. And yep. <laughs> he ain't even invited. <laughs> <laughs> he he's invited. He's gonna be there in spirit. He is invited. Yeah. I'm so sorry I said that because <laughs> hurt my feelings down. But I, um, my man said he going, so I'm, he a, going? Yeah. I'm the plus one. Right, right. Well, you know, African weddings anybody can can kind of show up, honestly. So <laughs> clearly, clearly, because we went to a wedding in, in Ghana this past year, and, and I literally I was invited to the wedding. I brought like what nine people with me. Yeah. <laughs> So you can you can you can crash a wedding. Yeah, you can crash a wedding. In Africa, okay. no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now I will definitely be um probably helping them with with coordinating a group um their wedding group in January and December. But before that, I'll probably I'll probably do a few other African countries. So I'll probably definitely do Nigeria again. I'll probably definitely do Senegal again. And then I'm also looking at Cameroon um, and or. Um, oh, but aren't you. Um, have you mm-hmm. been to Sudan yet? No, girl. So that that was actually the plan for 2020. I was thinking about going there for my birthday this year. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely not going to happen now. <laughs> right, right. Um, given the whole pandemic, but then also given I have so many weddings this year. Oh my God. And I feel so bad. Sad note. I feel so bad for everyone that was getting married in 2020 because I know somebody, so many weddings got pushed back or canceled. Girl, um, I had two weddings planned for May and June. Yeah, girl. I had eight weddings this year. Eight weddings. <laughs> eight weddings this year. And two of them have gotten canceled already or pushed back to, to later in the year. So, yeah, because I know the one, it was one that was happening Memorial Day. That one's pushed mm-hmm. to next summer. 
The one that was happening in June is being pushed back to July, but mm-hmm. I just feel like it may get pushed back again. Yeah. So, so to, 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 to answer your question, no, I have not been to Sudan. And I guess to give you guys background on why she even asked me that, my father is from Sudan. Um, so I found that out in college. I didn't know my whole life. I didn't know I had a father from Sudan. I just, just thought I didn't have no daddy. I didn't really ask no questions. I didn't really know nothing <laughs> about him. Um, so I found that out and, and, and it made a lot of sense as why I always had this affinity or like this attraction toward the continent and, and, and you know, why I was always so Afrocentric or just wanted to like, you know, just to be closer to my African people. And I just always ha- had an affinity for Africa. So made a little bit of sense, you know, once I found that out, um, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely plan on visiting um hopefully maybe one day I'll get in contact with him and we can rekindle a uh, a uh, father daughter I'm gonna find that information you yeah girl um we'll see we'll we'll talk offline about that yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we'll see we'll see I mean I, I was hoping that this year was the year I you know got the courage to um to really you know explore that further Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see we'll see I mean I think this 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 pandemic has probably shaken up a lot of things a lot of people's hearts so mm-hmm. maybe after this you never know I mean people have change of hearts or you know maybe want to um, rekindle past relationships so we mm-hmm. shall see but I would definitely want to go to learn my history learn my lineage you know learn, learn more about my history well when you do girl let me know I'm I gonna- will girl I will definitely. I, I don't know. I don't know about doing a tour there, though. Nah, <laughs> I wouldn't say do no tour, but you know, just like a, you know, a little yeah. side. Yeah. So definitely Africa, West Africa, again December, early January. Um, I was supposed to do a trip to Brazil in September, but of mm-hmm. course, with everything that's going on now, I probably won't do that anymore. But I'll probably push Brazil back to um maybe either uh, end of first quarter beginning of second quarter uh 20 2021 so definitely brazil is a great time a lot of melanated people there a lot of great history there as well and it's a turn up so I I, i'll be in transition it. during that time frame but you know i'll I see what i can shake i know so the monkey wrenches got thrown in 2020 so it's like basically i feel i don't even feel comfortable planning a trip until december because i'm like okay at least i feel like december the shit should be calmed down by now, right? Like, yeah. Like, like, you, know, I, you know, I don't necessarily know what's going on with this pandemic, but I know that I was hearing, like, during the summer months, it might kind of, like, you know, we might get a break, and right. then it might, we might get a second uh, outbreak when it, maybe in the fall when it starts to get cold. Exactly. So who knows? Who knows? Exactly. So I'm, that's why I'm like, I, I feel like I don't even feel comfortable planning anything and then taking people's money for planning something right, right. now. So I'd rather just hold off on it and just maybe focus on like the wedding. Um, If they, you know, go through like with their wedding, just kind of focusing on that. But if, if other people kind of want to go, I could put together some type of like add on package for it. Yeah. Um, you know, focusing on that. Um. I think I, I mentioned earlier, Kobe loved Nigeria. <laughs> and he, and he really wanted to, um, he really wanted his friends to experience it just because like he knew, you know, 
he knows what they like and it's a turn up. So I was exactly thinking about possibly putting together like a memorial trip for him, like a guy's trip because his friends, you know, he really wanted, you know, them to come. So I had mm-hmm. talked to them about it. They are interested. So we'll I'm down too, girl. Stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> stay tuned. So that may happen. And then um I'm an AKA. So mm-hmm. we um, we celebrated <laughs> our 10 year anniversary this year. And unfortunately, we did not get, you know, get a chance to um, go out of town for it. So I'll probably coordinate a 10 year um, anniversary trip for us next year as well. And we were probably thinking um, Columbia or Bali. So Ooh, those are my nice. Yeah, so I'm trying to more so capitalize on just, or, you know, not capitalize, but, like, leverage my existing, you know, networks and, like, people that already have kind of things going, whether it's a wedding, a guy's trip, an anniversary trip, or, you know, a bachelorette trip, just kind of helping coordinate that and, Mm -hmm. you know, using my talents there. Exactly. Well, Chess, I thank you for coming on this episode of Kiki and with Coco. I knew, even though you don't like to talk, I knew you was going to do well. Um, <laughs> Girl, I got to be low key with it. And, you know, this was just a rough week for both of us. So, but yeah. I'm so proud that you, you know, you're keeping strong and, and you're pushing through and you're still, you know, doing the episode and, um, you know, keeping things moving because Kobe would have loved that. Exactly. So, um, again, this show was dedicated to Kobe. He was an awesome person, just a beautiful soul. Yeah. Um, I'm appreciative that I had an opportunity to experience his light, even though it was only for a short period. Um, and he definitely just showed me the the qualities that as an adult, a grown woman, that I should be, you know, like, just up and up my expectations when it comes to relationships. Um, And yeah. Yeah. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. You know, if you guys have any questions, you can always DM me on Instagram or hit up my email which is kikianwithcocopie at gmail.com um you know as always thank you guys for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode bye